What's brewing, ATX? I'm Greg Carlson, and my best real estate homies, Jonathan Radcliffe, a.k.a. Johnny Rats, and Ian mm -hmm. Grossman, a.k.a. the IG, a.k.a. the OG. The real IG. The real IG. Thanks for tuning in today for another killer episode. Remember, this is your one-stop shop for all things ATX, from tips on the food and beverage scene to developments in the real estate world, to interviews with local small businesses and those making a big impact in our community. And of course, each week we feature a local beer, wine, or spirit, so you can get your little taste of all that Austin has to offer. This week, we have found ourselves on part three of our three-part real estate series. In part one, we discussed steps to buying a home. In part two, we discussed five tips for selling your home and getting the most amount of money. Now, today, if you're looking for a primary residence or investment property, you're going to want to stay tuned here. And as always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Give us that five-star rating. Five, five stars. stars. Let us know if you have any suggestions or topics or guests that might be a perfect fit for the show. And be sure to stick around for the weekly brew, 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 brew. By the end of the episode, where we talk about some really good stuff. <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome, guys. Hey, Ian, take it away. What are well, we guys, taking? What are we sipping on? What is it? 90, my car had 99 before? Is that what it was? 99. It is hot and sunny in Austin. We've Ooh. got some cold brewskis in front of us from cold. Twisted X Brewing Company. Man. It is out in Dripping Springs. Yeah, uh, drip. It's off Ranch to Market Road 150. Hmm. So, a little bit about Twisted X. They've got their brewery and their yeah. tasting room out there pretty much right in the heart of dripping springs mm. they've got a variety of brews they've got their austin lager their mango ipa their yeah. gulf coach kolsch blonde ale a few different ipa a few different regular ipas and today we are drinking oh and i forgot to mention no they coined themselves the official beer of barbecue interesting how do you how do you get that official what? official beer texas official self-proclaimed is it so like oh yeah you know obviously like sports teams has the official beer of the Spurs Los Spurs or oh yeah how do you oh, get my. how do you get that I mean I'm sure you yeah. I think this was a little bit of them just saying they are the official beer barbecue right. probably no real oh. relationship but they know they're that people consume them in Texas and we like barbecue well this can looks like a Dang little right. steel looks yeah. like a steel can you know? so today yeah we're drinking the Pitmaster Prime yeah it looks Pilsner. like a bullet almost it does so yeah. let's do this. Let's crack it open, take a sip, and then we can dive a little bit deeper into the Twisted what X. What Pitmaster is? Yeah, what it is. Pitmaster. Cheers. Oh, wow. Uh, that is refreshing. That's good stuff. Light? I'd say that's a step above quarter light. A prime pilsner. It's, yeah. Tell uh, me about that. Mm. Hmm. This makes me want to barbecue. So these guys over at Twisted X, they really... They look at beer making as an art, yeah. so they offer up an array of small batch craft beers. They take great pride in sourcing the finest ingredients, along with thorough attention to detail in every batch. You can tell that they produce each bubble is like a little mini explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. lots of good stuff. 
Um, they're actually constantly developing new recipes. They have this three-barrel pilot system, which I did not research. Don't know what that's all about, but I recommend going and checking them out so you can hear all about their new innovative way to make beer. Um, and most of their beers are only available in their tasting room. So some are in the stores, some are only in the tasting room. And of course they encourage you to drop by their brewery so you can see their latest creations from what they call their brew crew. Brew crew. What is the brew crew? What? Those are the guys that make the brew. Oh. Yeah. They're in the back what? doing the doing the dirty work. And one of the cool things I saw about them is that they are never satisfied in their never-ending quest for creativity. So they're constantly trying to change the beer game, put out new, exciting beer flavors. Yeah. And this Pilsner, I mean, again, this is just a hot summer. This would be a great barbecue beer because it's pretty pretty simple. You know, not hoppy like an IPA, not fruity. It's just a Pils. True story about this beer. It goes uh, down easy. I have that, that too. It does go down easy. I had never heard of it. Yeah. Or had it, uh, and I was in Virginia a few, I guess, last month for a wedding, and someone was like, "Oh, do you know about Twisted X?" I was like, "What's Twisted X?" And the, the the beer company. It's so good to have it out here. And the one time we came, <laughs> so down, they distribute to yeah, West Virginia, heard of Virginia, to Virginia. I, I guess so. Um, wow. And I was like, literally, I've never wow. heard about it, but I liked, like, the, you know, I looked up the website and yeah. stuff. I thought it was cool. And then this is my first time officially having it, so. Cool. Thanks for the surprise, Ian. Thank I had you. no idea what he was bringing in until. Yeah. I love surprising you guys. Never gets old. Yeah, this is just great. Well, we got a good topic. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Well, as Greg introduced, we are talking about the hottest areas of Austin and where you should invest your money. Whether yeah. you are a uh, looking for your primary residence or or something to, um, you know, sit on for a little while, collect some dough as an investment. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give you the breakdown. And we're going to start from north to south. And cool. Greg has north, I have south, and Ian, I'm sorry, I have central, Ian has south. So, Greg, take us away on what we should expect in the north, the north side of Austin, Texas. Good deal. Good deal. So, first I'd like to take us over to Pioneer Crossing, mm. okay? It's a it's an up-and-coming subdivision, lots of new construction. There's a few builders out there, um, single-family residents as well as condos, okay? And what people, what the big draw is in this particular part of town is that there's going to be a 400-acre domain-like establishment that's going to be built there in the next couple of years. I think by 2021, hmm. they're going to be finished up with that. There's going to be restaurants, retail, entertainment, and it's just going to be a stone's throw away from all this new construction. And you can get a new house around 1,600 square feet for about 275000 Your drive to downtown is about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, it's a really, really great location. There's lots of natural trees. So definitely check out Pioneer Crossing, the Austin Pioneer Crossing, because there is one in Round Rock. Don't and, get them confused. And it's right near that um, that Walnut Creek Greenbelt. Oh, so yeah. People that want hiking that might not want to come downtown can hit up the Greenbelt right there. Tons of nature, like you said. Boom. Yeah, lots of nature. And then making our way a tad northwest to North Burnet, 
we'll see the new MLS Major League Soccer Stadium construction underway with an expected completion by 2021. I'd personally buy anywhere uh, in Quail Hollow or Quail Creek. You can see something anywhere from 250 uh, all the way up to, to 500 plus in this particular neighborhood, depending if on the size and whether or not it's been rehabilitated or not. Fun fact. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah. First house I ever sold yeah. was in Quail Hollow. Quail Hollow. Good spot. Yeah. 78758. That was when I was still dumped, like, looking back. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, if you knew now what you knew today, or if you yeah. knew then what you know now. <clears throat> so, Man, that, another fun fact, Pineview Crossing, the first one you talked about, yeah. that was the first house of the year this year that I sold to a client of mine. Yeah. And already he's turned it into an investment, renting it out, he's making... His entire, which is tough to do in Austin, we'll talk about it in the central and south sides, but yeah. uh, it's tough to to be cash flow positive on an investment right away. Unless and you put a fat down payment. Mm -hmm. but, but, but that's not even cash flow positive, right, if you run oh. the numbers. So this guy, this guy, yeah. bought it in January yeah. and right now is making $50 a month. Dude, and that's crazy. His entire, entire mortgage, so huh. yeah, in good thirty years. And in in Texas, your mortgage is typically higher, especially in Austin. <coughs> oh yeah, because the property taxes take a huge chunk of that. So the fact that he's right. covering all of his property taxes as well is huge. Huge. What would you say the average property tax percentage is in the Austin, Greater Austin area? Lower side, one point eight. High side, 3.2. And that's like, 3 .2 outskirts, is high, like yeah. really high. That's like Georgetown or some. However, we're going to talk today. One of the areas that I'm going to be talking about has a really high tax rate. We'll okay. kind of discuss why. So typically why you're is. in that what? Two, two and, and a half. quarter? Yeah. 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 Low twos, yeah. mid twos. Yeah. So. Okay. And what we mean by that, that's uh, the easy way to do it is just multiply the home value or what the county's valuing your home at by the tax rate you'll determine what your annual taxes are. So if you have a $100,000 house, which doesn't exist. tax rate, you're going to pay about two twenty five hundred bucks. Got it. Cool. Bam. A modern-day Einstein. <laughs> so let's take it a little further north to the 45 and 183 corridor mm. to Robinson Ranch, which will be home of the new Apple campus, which will host about 5,000 employees. I'd say anything within a 15 to 20 minute drive of this hotbed is sure to see a sharp and steady price increase over the next few years. Even right now, it's tough to get something within 10 minutes because, uh, you know, it's the projected, uh, the, you know, what people are thinking is going to go there and, and it's just a hotbed. So you should definitely check that out. What do you think about well, that? Well, the 5,000 employees that Apple's bringing, that's just their initial phase the first phase then they're planning on i, I i've heard 15 to twenty thousand. what eventually yeah so dude i would agree with you up north look insane. around where apple is yes it's already once they announce it prices shot up yeah however there's still there's still time yep so if you can get your hands on something over there definitely worthwhile uh take it Taking it east, just south of Dell Diamond Baseball Stadium in Round Rock off of 79, we're going to get Kalahari Resorts, one of the largest indoor water parks. Uh, Pioneer Crossing is a subdivision right next to Ryan's Crossing. Uh, those, so those two I'm talking about specifically. 
they're going to be hot zones for long-term investors because the workers at Kalahari Resorts are all going to need a place to live. So I definitely recommend checking out Ryan's Crossing, Pioneer Crossing. You get something anywhere from uh, low twos uh, to on the higher end, four hundred. What yeah. do you guys think about an indoor water park? Not my style. All water parks are not my style, so I can't. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm not a water park guy. Hmm. I don't know. No. I'm not a water you, guy. I thought you were considering the seals. I like to fish, but hmm. I don't like to be in the water. I love it. Let's do it. Indoor? I mean, I don't care. Indoor, outdoor. Yeah. I don't if, know. As long as it's. I'm like, part of the going to a water park is that you're so hot that it's like, yeah, you refresh, you're in the water all day. Yeah. So, but I'm not, when it's 105 in Austin. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I'm excited about it. I'm just thinking about uh, the sun. You don't get the sun when you're inside the water park, so you don't need Fair sunscreen. Enough. You don't think true. that the, the roof will be. They might have a roof that looks yeah, like Yeah, one of those like reflective. Like Truman Show? A fake sun? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're all maybe, maybe we're all indoors right now. We just don't know it. Mm. Maybe this is all. <laughs> it's got weird yeah. in here. Yeah. Everyone's eyes just too much beer, down. too much pills. I think I just crushed about three quarters of this already. I just got. I just did. We did a yoga workout before this. A Yin yoga class. Oh yeah. And Where'd you like go to work out? True Fusion. Shout oh. out to True Fusion again. Hey, shout out. We give them all a shout out. Yeah, thanks guys yeah. for hooking us up. So we we did a, a yin long stretch yoga class. So you sit in these holds for like two minutes. And, oh, it's good stuff. Two minutes? But you know, after like, Dude. it's brutal for like 30, 45 seconds. And yeah. then you just, you just like. You just sink into the mat. And you're just like, Okay. You know, and then it doesn't hurt anymore, and then you move on to the next one, and it's done. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. As they say, yeah. you melt into the mat. I like that. Yeah. A lot. And she kept reminding us to um, soften our, what was our weak points, I guess, because we, we tense up, you know, yeah. your jaw, soften your jaw, soften oh. your, oh, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. Flow. What else about the North? What you got? Uh, right. So let's not forget the new development just south of 45 and north of Green Lawn Boulevard in Round Rock called The District. Okay, The District is 65 acres of commercial space, again, similar to the domain, uh, with lots of retail space, food, and entertainment. It's expected to employ over 5,000 people. So if you're a long-term investor, what I re recommend is picking up one of those brand-new condos that are really close by. Um, they're, they're in the mid-250s, and the HOA covers everything in the exterior. So you don't have a lot to maintain. Even mm -hmm. the roof on those guys, the HOA will take care of if you need a new roof. So... That's uh, those are my recommendations for the for the north side, guys. What are you thinking? And the location right there, with yeah. it being right off forty five. Oh, anyone working east or west or I mean wherever you work. Yeah, it's maybe if you're country, I mean downtown would suck. Just anytime you're on Mopac or thirty five, but if you're up in Leander or if you're even further in Georgetown stuff or whatever, mm -hmm. um, it does provide a great kind of location for easy access to all those. Yeah, big time. Big time. Well, yeah. I guess it's my turn to talk about the central part of ATX. Yes, enlighten us. <clears throat> this is where everyone, you know, they, they, they want to hear about this stuff. When I get calls from outside investors that are calling in, what's downtown, what's in the surrounding areas, close to town, 
the thing about Austin is north, south, it's all kind of close. I mean, yeah. would you say it's you don't oh. really drive further than 35 minutes max. I mean, yep. unless yeah. you're really going from one end to the other. Yeah. And that's with traffic. But, you know, to be even down by Slaughter Lane or up by um, 45 to get downtown, it's not more yep. than 30 minutes. I live in Slaughter and Mopac. Yep. And I can get downtown when there's not traffic, which I would say is most. There, most of the time there isn't, like, terrible traffic. It flows okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can get downtown in 12 minutes. Okay, and what if there is, let's say it's brutal 20, you know, rush hour? 20, 25. Yeah. I there's like one, there, but there's I one spot where it backs up big time. Okay. But get, I mean, you can't beat that. So, if you're central, you're really central. I mean, and, and central is like, you kind of, let's, let's look at central as, uh, if you know about Austin, as south of um, 290, and or sort of north of 290 and then south of 183. Okay. Um, and then of course we'll talk east and west. But I'm gonna go to make things easy in the order of 78701 to 78705. 01 is the downtown. 01 is DT. DT Austin, where yeah. the big buildings are, hmm. where the the owl frost tower is. Um, now, in terms of a residential property. People love people love it downtown. You got everything around you. You're you are close to, um, of course, all the big tech companies that are downtown. The Facebook, Google's, um, you name it. But you also have all these new developments around you that are surrounding you. So, uh, in terms of residential, people love it now. Or sorry, uh, primary residence. In terms of an investment, I always get the question: What's downtown? What can I invest in to uh, investors that are coming from outside the city, it's very tough to purchase something downtown or in any one of the 01 to 05 zip codes uh, and be cash flow positive right away. And that's the thing. Yeah. Investors yeah. usually want cash flow right away, which mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but Austin is not quite that place unless you're going way north or way south. Um, or a cap rate of 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, no, no. No, it doesn't happen. So... Uh, you really have to look at the, especially the downtown areas as a at least three-year play, but really like a five to ten-year play. Mm -hmm. um, and and we're seeing somewhere in the neighborhood of three to six percent um, appreciation in those downtown areas over the last seven years. It's been pretty strong, pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. um, there's not as much inventory. If you wanted in downtown, 78701, a studio or one bedroom, uh, for something that's pretty decent, maybe even relatively new, you're starting in three hundreds. Like there's almost mm -hmm. nothing less than that, unless it's a really old building. Um, and what's the HOA on that? Three hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. You got another, you know, four to seven hundred dollar HOA. Um, to a two bedroom, you're going to be minimum six hundreds. You know, and there's again, there's some outliers, but six seven hundreds for a two bedroom, and then. You know, three bedroom plus, or for the high end stuff, you're over a million, nine hundred k and up. Um, for the there's two buildings that I want to point out that I've had the pleasure of looking at with Ian, um, yep. and I think you've looked at Seventy Rainy as well, yep. right? Uh, yeah. So Seventy Rainy is the the new prime time. I mean, beautiful building. Oh yeah. Green, um, you know, highly rated. Uh, it's going to be facing. 
Well, part of it faces uh, is on the river right there, Town Town Lake, Ladybird Lake, and then of course you have uh, skyline views. Uh, it's right off of good old Rainy Street, where everyone loves to go and insane day drink. Rainy Street's awesome. How are you going to go to bed if your if your apartment's facing Rainy Street? Well, well the good thing is, yeah. so long Better as your windows yeah. your windows are closed and your screen and your your patio door is closed, those are uh, pretty soundproof. Sound. Yeah, sweet deal. But if you open that door, you're going to have you're going to have a boatload of noise. Um, but that that building is gorgeous. And again, the cheapest thing right now that's available in there is in the mid 500s, mid 550k. Yeah, I remember when it first started, it was mid fours. Yep, yep. Right. Yeah. And now yeah. they've gone up, and a couple of those lower end ones are not available anymore. And those were those are pretty small. I mean, it's a you walk in very small space. You don't have an island or anything like that, and then you just have a one bedroom and it's a smaller closet. It's really kind of like a micro unit. Um, so really, and that's for in the 500s. 500s? No joke. It's a one bedroom for 550k. Well, when you compare it to Manhattan, it's still a deal. So, good point. Uh, <laughs> and then, People are going to want to live there. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then, and Fifth and West is another building. I'd say it's probably similar quality. I think it's very similar. The difference is you don't have those kind of views. I mean, you have city views all around you. There's buildings around you, um, but you're not going to have those unobstructed views like 70 Rainy could have. So. Let's talk 78702. And yes. the same, again, the same applies for all these zip codes. If you want something as an investment, just please know it is a five to 10 year play. And you got to be comfortable. If you can break even, that's good. If you can be a couple hundred dollars, you know, you're paying a couple hundred dollars extra when you're renting it out, and that's still pretty good. Um, you're just not going to be cash flow positive unless you just find some sneaky deal, which you can bank on the appreciation. Correct. Just look at what's happened to Austin over the last five years. Ride the wave. And what do they say? 2040, yeah. we're going to be double of what we are, which is nuts. Yeah. nuts. Which seems Boy. people don't, just don't want to wait that long. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, but people are fast-paced. Buy something now, and if you have kids, they'll be yeah, after there's college. A, we'll say, we say real estate, the best time to buy is now or 20 years ago. Isn't that right? That's just kind of a You've nuance. said that before on the show, and I think you've made it up. No, I've heard. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I like it though. I, I haven't heard it much. I'm not saying it again. It's over. Oh, I think it. I think it goes. The the best time to buy was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Right. I think that's yes, good. Sorry, said company. Yeah, we got company walking by, staring at us. Um, 78702. We talked about 0102 is the hip east side. I love the east side. Everyone loves it. Every well, not average. Unless you're straight edge. I have a client clients right now that move from Circle C down in Ian's hood, which he's going to talk about in a little bit, to the east side. And they're, they were a family that's been there for over was, I think 11 years. The kids you know, pretty much grew up in the house. Um, and now the last one just graduated high school and they're empty nesters. And they moved to the east side because you know they want to be a little closer to downtown and they want to be in the hip new grown area. Um, so what you get in the east side, of course, is little bungalow, trashy house next to beautiful, brand new, modern, crazy house. A mixed bag. It is mixed for sure. And a couple of cool developments coming up in there. Plaza Saltillo is right off of 35. You can see it from the highways. This humongous 
development. It's a 20-year development in the making. Uh, 10 acres, and you're going to have a mix, you know, mixed-use um, community there. You're going to get some uh, office buildings. You're going to get apartments, condos, which um, Ian and I had the pleasure of working with one building called uh, Fourth And, which was a very, it's supposed to be the, located at Fourth and Chacon. Fourth and Chacon. Um, this is not considered Plaza Satya, but it's right next to it. Um, but it is, it is, uh, I guess, would you say it's the number one green rated building in Austin, at least a that's, year ago? I think was? that's what they said. That's what they marketed sure, it as. Yeah. And it's really cool. I mean, uh, very, very energy efficient. But the, the whole idea is, um, I mean, you have uh, Whole Foods 365 in this. Everything is literally right there. Uh, and this is almost a mini downtown next to downtown. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, cool. It has a designated stop for the Metro Rail. So if the Metro Rail yeah. like, is not highly utilized in Austin, but you know if you live up up north near north where, I mean, it goes all, comes all the way from Leander. So if right. you want to get down so there, you don't have to drive. If you're, on, if you're going north on 35, just go over the river. You take yep. the first exit. Oh, just yeah, and you'll see it right there. I mean, it's a huge hole, but now I guess you know it's getting built up now. So oh, there's built, no, okay. They, there's no, you drive by there now. There's buildings. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. And it's very fast. That's happening too. Yeah. Um, hmm. And and the whole idea is like, and this is kind of Austin as a whole. You, you're not seeing these single-family homes with huge lots anymore. You're seeing A B units or triplexes, townhomes. You know, condo buildings—they're building up as opposed to building wide, uh, and it's just more efficient living. So even in like Fourth and Chicone or Fourth and this building that I was just re referencing, um, you know, you have micro units in there that are 500 square foot units, smaller. Yeah, four like four fifty, like three four hundred. Yeah, really? What? Wow. Yeah, uh, and those—the minimum or the the minimum you can purchase—I think is two fifty nine right now. So. That's um, that's just, just an example of, and I don't even think that might be available anymore. That was a while back. So just an example yeah. of pricing. I mean, you're still paying, um, definitely well into the over 400 K per square or $400 per square foot. Um, let's go to 78703. This is, you probably know about Terrytown or Clarksville. Oh, beautiful. Yes. These are probably the two, I don't know, prettiest and, um, highly recognizable areas of Austin. Upper echelon. Yep. You got, of course, and when I say, you know, Clarksville, you think, uh, or, or Old West Austin uh, is a part of it as well. You think just west of University of Texas, just west of downtown, and you have these just McMansions. Beautiful. On the other side of Mopac, pretty much. Uh, that's yep. Terrytown, yeah. Like the, yeah. On the inside mm -hmm. of Mopac inside. Okay. Um, would be Clarksville. Clarksville. Okay. And these homes are gorgeous. I mean, if yeah. you just want to have uh, a nice drive, if it's a if it's a nice day and you want to like take someone and show someone off, and just drive around Clarksville or Terrytown, and you'll see these beautiful homes. The you trees are lots. amazing. Take yeah. your dog out there, park on a side street, and just walk. Yeah, through the neighborhoods. You guys ever watch the movie Blank Check? Oh yeah, Disney Channel movie. Oh yeah. So there's a there's a castle house in that movie. Yeah, and it was filmed. Um, the house is still there. Yeah. I actually accidentally drove by it a few months ago. What? I was cutting through, trying to get to the gym and save some time, and cutting through the neighborhood, and I saw the house. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the house. And Macintosh. The Macintosh house. 
<laughs> sure enough, Mr. Mac. It is. It is right here in Austin, in the Clarksville neighborhood. That's uh, awesome. Really cool stuff. So, uh, of course, you're pretty much the the cheapest dirt over there is you know seven hundred, eight hundred k. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you get huge lots. Um, you you the part of Terrytown is along the town lake lake austin you know area so you have amazing views and you're close to hula hut and mozart's Abel's on the lake all that good stuff so red butt island red butt island yeah super nice um, park the uh just as a whole this is the higher end part of town and just for anything brand new you're well into the million you know 1.4 you, you sold a house there recently right yep i mean prices go multi-million so Right, up into Terry but Town. even a, even for a, say a three thousand square foot home, oh, brand new, one point five, one point four, yeah, probably closer to two. Brand new, yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so two plus. This is the fancy part of town. Oh seven eight seven oh four. Everyone loves this neighborhood. This is uh, probably one of the more recognizable neighborhoods of Austin as well. Just south of the river, um, so you're very close. You got Zilker, Bolden area, Travis Heights. And then Barton Hills, all uh, in this square of just south of the river and just north of 787. I'm sorry, just north of uh, 290 or 78745 underneath there. Um, this area, you're definitely paying over $400 a foot um, for even something older. Um, for a, let's just say, a three bedroom, two bath house that's even five years old what would you say what is what, it what have you guys seen what size three bedroom two bath three two 1600 square feet what do you think you're paying 600 plus yeah yeah five yeah 600 ish plus and that's not for brand new for brand new obviously you're over a million now yeah big bucks yeah. for single family new in 04 Around over a million, million. Yeah. and now of course um, what they're doing in 02, which is the east side that we talked about, as well as 04, it's really a whole lot of AB units. You're either getting attached or detached um, to two units on one lot. And, you know, anything that's 0.15 acres plus, they're pretty much doing that with um, nowadays. So, and you're going to get the A unit that's the, um, I guess, 15 to 1,800 square feet, and the back unit that's around 1,100 square feet. Mm. Um, per restrictions, you can only have 3,000 square feet in, of, of livable space. So that's what they're doing. It's the best bang for your buck in terms of a builder's perspective. So, um, oh, yeah. So you're seeing a lot of that. Um, Wait, one quick note here. I did a market analysis on East Bolden Creek. It's a very, very small subdivision uh, with just a of handful of houses. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the year-over-year year, uh, average median sales price went up 30%. In one year? Yeah. What? Yeah, I yeah serious. I did Golly. it for a while. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? I would say, I mean, right next to is Travis Heights. It's got to be pretty similar to that because that's crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy. They, those areas were seeing double-digit appreciation. And, of course, guys, this is where you get South Congress. Uh, you know, everybody wants to be in South Congress. You got all the, the hot South First Street. South First Street. South Lamar. Amazing food. I don't know. Draft House off South Lamar. Um, I mean, awesome. This is where the hot spot is, I would say. And then, of course, Silker Park. Uh, and you, you got the little um, uh, Barton, Barton, uh, 
Barn Barn Springs. Springs. Cool. Cool. So, 05, I'm actually going to skip over that one. I want to get into um, what I think is the hidden gem. And we've talked about this briefly in one of the other episodes as a weekly brew. But the 78741 zip code. It's just to the right, uh, or I'll say east of 35. (laughs) Just to the right. Yeah. 35. Just east of 35, um, south of the river. So you're literally within five to ten minutes of the area we just talked about, 78704. And you're within 10 to 12 minutes to downtown. And that's like with lights and everything. Um, This is the area I live in. This is the area that you can go in and pay under $200 per square foot for something that's, you know, 1,500 plus square feet. Um, You're super close now. Yeah. You're super close to town. Yeah. Um, You have, and this is the the east side corridor is what they call it, going into that riverside area. Um, You know, five, ten years ago, this place might have been a little bit scarier to walk down. Now, it's not so bad. I love it. You got food trucks galore. You have... Amazing new builds. I'm in a brand new construction. Just moved in in February. It's a townhome, uh, and I paid under 400k for a 2,100 square foot townhome. I mean, it's nice. And so, the, the location proximity to downtown and the airport makes oh yeah. it perfect for anyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Airbnb is exactly five minutes. Five minutes to yeah. the airport for me. That's yeah. insane. My Uber ride is seven to ten dollars to the airport. Six. And downtown, it's ten to fourteen bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's awesome. It's it's really a hot spot for and for investors. I mean, you can be cash flow positive in this area right now. I don't know about a year from now, two years from now, but right now, still, you can. I remember looking a couple years ago with the buddy. Uh, we we're trying to find out what kind of pricing you can get for a one or two bedroom condo in the area. And back then, you can still find something under like around 100k, 150k. Now, just a couple of years later, not seeing anything less than 200,000. Very rarely. I mean, unless it's like a really old, but it's amazing how how much it's grown. So, wow. 78741. Let's move wow. south. So these again, these are areas that you hold for a while, or you really want to be close to town, so you you buy and you live in it. Uh, but not not a lot of cash flow unless yeah. you're in the 401. Let's go south. Talk to us, Ian. Yeah, so um, my the the areas I came up with focus are in Austin, but I want to preface that by I want to preface it by saying areas like Buda and Kyle have blown up over the last few years. Those are both in Hayes County. They're south. If you just take I thirty five south from Austin, Buda and Kyle are the two big little town cities. Uh, and if you're in Austin, you consider those part of Austin, right? But if you're not. Like, you're you're right. Well, you're it's not. fucking far. Yeah. But the issue with some of the with those areas is that the, the tax rates are so high. So, in, as an investment, if you're looking to maybe buy a rental property, um, it could be a good you know. If you're if you're willing to hold on to it, it could be a good play. But the main areas that I want to discuss, the first one is the seven eight seven four five zip code. So oh, you yeah. met, you mentioned seven eight seven zero four. Yep. Seven eight seven four five. Pretty much when you cross south over Ben White, which is 71, 290, whatever the hell you want to call I it. Know, I, I feel like it's... Too many... Names. It turns into 290 one way, it turns into 71 the other way. But you go south of Ben White all the way to Dittmar Road, which is um, an east-west road that's just south of William Cannon. That is where the 78745 zip code 
lives. And for a long time, it was kind of the redheaded stepchild of 78704. Like, you didn't want to cross over seven over Ben White. But now, with its proximity to downtown, it's obvi- it's just blown it's up. hot zone. It is a yep. definitely a hot zone. Um, a couple of years ago, I saw it was, like, one of the most, like, the most demolition permits were being pulled in 78745. Yeah. In the city. Yeah. So, a lot of changes have come. And we know with changes and new construction mean... Prices are going to continue to and, rise. And if I, if you don't mind me stopping real fast, so I have a client that uh, a year ago purchased, and he bought a lot that was or a house uh, on a lot that had a little a little B unit, um, but he bought the whole thing. And at the time when we were looking, there was a whole lot of AB units, just like seven eight seven zero four. They're doing the AB regime, although now a year later we're just looking at things. And we're talking to some of the builders in town, which I'm working with, and they're saying how it's act- it actually is making more sense now to go back to the original way of instead of doing this AB thing, they're building big, beautiful houses on single these family. lots. Yeah, single family. Uh, and so, and they're pretty much getting the prices that 04 is getting in yeah, 4 five towards the tip, you know, but yeah. not um, not as you go down further south. But yeah, there was always this huge drop off by crossing over Massive Ben White, drop off, yeah. and that gap is is slowly but surely starting to tighten. Because well, it's only it's still ten minutes to town. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing. Down. You're still a, depending on like how tucked into four or five you are. You're about 10, 15 minutes from downtown, but downtown is moving south. So like on South Congress, there's tons of shops, restaurants, and stuff that are moving closer to Ben White, even on South Lamar. So it's like, you don't have to go all the way into downtown to get great food, great bars, great entertainment. Right. Um, so when you drive through 7745, aside from the new construction that's starting to pop up, you see a lot of homes built in the 60s, really through the 1980s, yeah. some before, some after, but that's kind of the bulk of what you see. And it's very common to see remodels and flips going on in that area. So that's kind of... Um, I would say a lot of investors are drawn to this area because there's a lot of potential in flips. Yeah, big time. Um, it's didn't incredible. you did you recently have one in Cherry Creek? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it a remodel? No. Or just a like 1980s, no, we got, 1970s. We got a bunch of investors putting bids on, though. Yeah, because yeah. they they wanted it. Yeah, so investors are going to come in and lowball if they get it. They can make pretty good margins on it. Uh, so one little side note, if you are investing in 7745, if you're buying a remodel, really be careful with what you're buying because oh my gosh, what is yes. investors' most important goal? Make the most money. To make money. A lot, of that, a lot of times that comes at the expense of integrity with, with the building materials or cutting corners in some way, putting lipstick on a pig, as we say. Yeah. Um, so you really just want to be careful if you are buying something. And one little tip taken directly from an, uh, an appraiser's point of view, what they look for right away is the fixture that they use for the sink faucet. Which really? brand? Yeah, because that's an indicator. That's a major indicator of the quality of work they did throughout the rest of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, the smallest little thing like that, they can... Yeah, and we're seeing granite countertops, uh, Quartz countertops, yeah, different grades um, of it. Either wood flooring or some sort of like high grade laminate or vinyl. So if you buy a house that's that doesn't have any of that stuff, it's really not that expensive to put it in. You know, as you go, and you can really increase the value of your home right. just by doing some of those 
uh, main cosmetic updates. Because a lot of the houses are are structurally very sound. Yes. And I want to say one thing too. I notice a lot of times some clients are like really um, pressed on, no, I want hardwood or I want real wood as opposed to a laminate or an engineered wood. Yeah. Well, honestly, a lot of times nowadays the engineered wood, what they have is partial wood and then another layer of some sort of engineered um, yeah. product. Those things last longer and are more durable than some no hard wood. No scratches from a dog's feet or anything. Right. Like they're, they're amazing. Well, so, the, the, and they're a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people don't know, like engineered is actually just as good as hardwood in Texas because hardwood with the uh, humidity yeah. and the moisture actually doesn't do as well in Texas. And right. with hardwood, it's actually like engineered. You can take, um, you can glue straight to the slab foundation. Yeah. With hardwood, it a lot of times you see original, like real hardwood in pier and beam homes yeah. because they're able to nail that into um, the plywood underneath. Subflooring, right. But slab foundations don't need that subfloor. So that's why the you often see engineered hardwood instead of real hardwood. So if people are saying that, they're, they probably just don't really, you know, they're probably just saying it because they saw it on HGTV or something, which right. a lot of people do but it's good to know like just the different types of flooring and what's popular yeah. and what will get people the biggest return yep. on their money uh, listen to this guys yeah listen. i moved here in 2013 sure in 2013 the average sales price in 7745 was 216,000 no that was the average that was what? the average oh my god in 2018 Fast forward four years. Yeah. I didn't do 2019, obviously, because I wanted to get the whole picture of 28 of Five all of 2018. Years. Yeah. Can we guess? 300. Oh. Sure. I was going to say 305. I'd say more than that. Probably 340. 338,000. Whoa. That is an increase of 55% appreciation. Oh, in five years. So if you bought something, you're looking at 11% year over year. Yeah. And that's just average. Damn. You know, that's not doing any updates or, you know, so it's really crazy when you look at an area like that, like, and there's still growth opportunity. It's not mm -hmm. like it's done. I need to say this to some of my clients because I have, I mean, I, like in the last couple of years, probably sold five to 10 homes right there in that little pocket. And yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So in four or five, um, you've got some little pocket neighborhoods. There's St. Elmo is a little pocket neighborhood. Yep. The St. Elmo District, there's now a little area called The Yard. There's the Austin Winery, St. Elmo Brewing, still Austin, which is a distillery. So there's a lot of stuff coming up over there. Um, you've got Cherry Creek, Westgate, Sunset Valley. In Sunset Valley, there's every store you can imagine. Home Depot, which I go to now pretty much every weekend that I'm a homeowner. Yeah. Um, you've got... Such a um, Yeah. You've got Nordstrom Rack, another great one. Total Wine, TJ Maxx, you know, all the good stuff. And, of course... Chipotle, Chipotle, which makes us all excited. Mm -hmm. You know, they also so, have a Gold's Gym and a 24-hour fitness over there. Yeah, for so there's there's healthy Austinites. Tons over there, which again is great for investors because if you're if you're renting, if you're looking to rent a place out, you have everything you need in your backyard. Yeah. Um, so that's seventy-seven four five. Now I want to take us a little bit further east and south. Mm -hmm. The southeast slaughter area yes so you go down 35 you go east on slaughter and you stumble upon a new community called goodnight ranch i am familiar 
It is a 700 acre master plan community and it's only 10 miles from downtown, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. What's the drive from Goodnight Ranch? Probably realistically, if there's no traffic, 20 minutes? Yeah, 20, 15, 20 25 minutes. minutes is, 25 is like with traffic. 25 minutes. The issue right now is that there's all that construction on I-35, so it's, it takes forever. Mm. So what you would do though, there's a back way to get to William Cannon and then go up. And then so you kind of bypass a big chunk of 35 right okay. Yeah, so um, Goodnight Ranch, you're buying new construction. So if you're looking to invest over there, again, they're going to be building there for years. So you really want to have in your mind that you're going to buy something to keep for a while. If you're buying new and you know that there's a good possibility you're going to move in two or three years, don't do it. Yeah, they're saying this is like a 10 to 12 year Yeah, it's going to be there for a long time. like year two or three right now. Yeah. Wow. So um, you're going to be competing with new construction when you go to sell, and you're going to have to put your house on at a discount. It's not going to work out well for anyone unless you decide to keep it and just rent it out, right. which is always a good possibility, but doesn't always work for everyone's financial situation. So there's Goodnight Ranch, and then if you go a little bit further north to William Cannon, there's Easton Park. Yep. And that is another huge development, so it's around 12 miles southeast of downtown. Um, it's 1,500 acres parks, trails, resort-style pool, fitness facilities. They'll have their own schools in the neighborhood. There's actually two phases, two sections that are already sold out. And then now they're building the next two phases. So you've got builders in there such as Brookfield, David Weekly, Meritage, Paysetter, all the big name builders are over there. Um, so currently Skyline Park and Union Park are being built. You can get in there for 300,000 plus. And then in Union Park, they're building like smaller, what they call unique single family homes mm -hmm. that they're saying are starting in the high 100s wow. and then low 200s plus. Mm -hmm. So How definitely worth it. Yeah. I think that, that section is available. Well, it's being built. Union Park. So, yeah, Union Park as part of Easton Park. Yeah. It's a subset. Sub, well, you want to look in for investment. Yeah. So definitely worth looking because, and that's another area you buy it. You need to hold it for a long time because. Um, in a long time, like three to five years, you know, like, and you'll plus, see, yeah. you'll see some returns, but yeah, you don't want to go in there thinking you're going to make money. Exactly. And one thing to keep in mind with those neighborhoods, if you're renting it out off the bat, they do have a high tax rate. Their tax rate's like 3.2%, which is really the highest, it's pretty much as high as it gets like in Austin. Are you referring to a good night range? Easton Park. Okay, not because Goodnight Ranch. My cousin actually, he moved from San Francisco. Yeah, funny story. Sold his two bedroom condo, thousand eleven hundred square feet, two bedroom condo. He's paying six hundred dollars in the HOA. Sold it for five hundred k. There came here, bought a twenty five hundred square foot home in Goodnight Ranch, beautiful home, brand new for three fit three sixty. Yeah, and no HOA. Oh, he's got like a forty dollar HOA. Yeah, in Easton Park, I think it's like one hundred fifty a quarter. Okay, yeah. So like 50 mm. bucks a month. That's about Not the bad. same and good night. So, but one thing to note, I don't know if you had this on your notes, but the school there, there's an elementary school, uh -huh. um, Bryson, I think it is, right? I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's an elementary school rated like 4.8 out of 5. And then they're building a, a middle school and a high school eventually too. So you got great schools yeah. as well for those families out there looking for yeah, and the tax rate is just something you have to deal with. It's part of a MUD, which we hear that term a lot in Austin. It's a municipal utility district. Um, and what that does, it provides developers uh, um, 
an alternate way to finance the infrastructure. So that's usually why in these new areas that are kind of off the beaten path that are being built, we see higher tax rates because they need roads, they need sewage, they need all the utilities. So that comes at the expense of the taxpayers. Yeah. But it's all part of the game. And we don't have state income tax in Texas. So that's right. Um, that's it for, for South. Obviously ton of ton of areas. I didn't even go down like toward Dripping Springs. I just yeah. wanted to focus on a few of them close um, closest to Austin. All right. So if you had to pick one area north, what would it be, Greg? One area. Oh, just one of your top of your targets of for, your topics for uh, I bet yeah definitely get that new construction out uh, in Pioneer Crossing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a sweet deal. I would go the southeast, one of the new southeast areas, support. and just hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And I would, of course, say seven eight seven four one. Yeah. Just get anything in there. Be close to Oracle. Be close to town. Um, and just hold it for a few years, whether you're purchasing it yourself or investment, you know, you can't go wrong. So there you have it, guys. That is the three. Um, if you ever have questions about any of these areas, the What's up. Brewing ATX crew can answer and solve all your life's problems. Yeah. With that being so said, says, it is now right. time yeah. for Gregory to introduce us to this week's Weekly Brew, Brew, Brew. Thanks for the mic, folks. Well, yeah, it's that moment you've been waiting for. This week's Weekly Brew. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the last home on the iconic Rainy Street is, alas, for sale by none other than a Keller Williams agent. Woo-hoo. Not us. Yeah, not us. Woo-hoo. However, yeah, we, we, we still got it. We're representing down there in Rainy Streets. Uh, listed at a cool $2.7 million. Wow. It's said to cost too much. It's been said to cost too much for a restaurant, uh, and the space is too small for a high-rise. So it raises the question of what's the best use of this particular space? Hmm. One thing I like to point out about Rainy Street is back in 2005, not that long ago, it was mainly comprised of homes just like this one. Now, this is the last one. Once it's bought, and I think they already have a buyer on the line, hmm. it's gone. I'm surprised it even came to the market. Well, right. Yeah. You, you yeah. imagine oh, there's people just, drooling for yeah. that. Yeah. I, when I first got here in 2011, I remember looking at Rainy Street. It wasn't like it is today. It was like, oh, there's these cool little bungalows, and there was still a bunch of the, these type yeah. you know, bungalows that are just there and old and look like they're about to be torn down. Um, but it just started that conversion process, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Now that you see this, though, does it raise the question of is there, did they hold it too long? I mean, do you think do you think someone's going to go in there and pay full price, or do you think that maybe a couple of years ago it might have been better to just offload it to offload it? What so think? I think either um, the place to the left of it might buy it, or the place to the right of it might buy it. Just to expand um, their space? Exactly. Okay. That's where the, they said that that's where the value is. If you can combine it with other lots, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. So it's almost like the sweet spot to sell is either, if that's the case, if, yeah. if whoever's yeah. next to you are, um, they got the pockets for that, mm-hmm. or right before it's like you're too late, offload it and, and make the best use of it at the time, whether it's for a big you know building that's going up next to you or what. Right. Uh, 
Interesting. I'm really curious to see what happens with that. Two point seven million for a little bitty old. It's a terrible eight hundred square foot home. Yeah, it's, it's so crooked. Can, yeah, the house is crooked. Literally leaning. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So on the bright side, it's it's zoned central business district district. So you can pretty much do anything you want uh, with this particular piece of land here. Now I want to ask you guys: What would you do if you bought that space? What would you put on it? Cat bar. A cat bar. Duh. Yeah. A cat bar? Yeah. Yeah. Just a bar with a bunch of cats running around. Running around. What in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a huge attraction on me. <laughs> well, I would say maybe, maybe a dog bar or, because you know people love their dogs, and everyone brings their dogs to Rainy anyway. I bring my dog to Rainy. He's Dude. Awesome. He's a huge attraction. How about a dog daycare for dog the people who... Bar don't want to walk their dogs around they bring them out there they sit and then they're like we want to go have more fun we got this dog that we're carrying around now yeah what do you think second alternative yeah what do you think of a dope like three bedroom or three-story thing like some sort of really expensive high-end airbnb type place to be right there off rainy dude it's like four thousand a night Per level. I mean, pricey, yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, every but it's every weekend. Exclusive. It's awesome. It's the one on Rainy Street. Every no, weekend, it'd be rented out by bachelorette parties, Dude. bachelor parties, because yeah. we're like the destination for that. Yeah. That might be pretty cool. I really mean, freaking 2. cool. 2.7 million, you, you better, it's got to be nice uh, for the dirt itself, right. to, you know, but. How long would it take to pay that off? I don't know. Depends. Yeah, it depends. If it's the one but of the I kind. I think you do it. Rainy Street, people yeah. would. I mean, that would be booked out for the year. Whole year. Every year. Amazing. That's a good idea, dude. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our three-part real estate series. Thank you. If you haven't heard parts one and two yet, this is a great time to go back and have a listen. We've also got some great interviews scheduled in the upcoming weeks that you will not want to miss. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. That way you get a little notification when our latest episode comes out each week. We'd love to get that five-star rating if deserved. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Until next time, Austin. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers.